0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another captivating episode of the Magicast.ai. I'm your elegant and humorous host, here to educate and entertain you on the fascinating subject of cloud seeding in South Africa. Today, we will delve into the argument, evidence, biases, alternative views, fallacies, and the implications and consequences of this intriguing weather modification technique. So sit back, relax, and let's unravel the mysteries of cloud seeding. Cloud seeding, for those unfamiliar with the term, is a process of artificially inducing rainfall by dispersing substances into the air. It's like giving Mother Nature a little nudge in the right direction. Now, you might be asking yourself, why would anyone want to mess with the weather? Well, my dear listeners, the answer lies in South Africa's struggle with water scarcity. The argument supporting cloud seeding is that it can potentially help alleviate drought conditions and increase water resources. Supporters believe that by seeding clouds with substances like silver iodide or dry ice, they can enhance precipitation and provide much-needed relief to parched regions. It's like a rain dance on steroids. But of course, my curious listeners, we can't just blindly embrace these claims without examining the evidence, right? There have been numerous studies conducted on cloud seeding, and while some show positive results, others remain inconclusive. Critics argue that the evidence supporting the effectiveness of cloud seeding is not strong enough to justify its widespread implementation. Now, let's talk about biases. It's essential to be aware that biases can exist on both sides of the cloud seeding debate. Whether modification companies might have a vested interest in promoting cloud seeding as a solution, while environmentalists may be skeptical of meddling with nature, it's crucial to look at the arguments from various perspectives to get a well rounded understanding. Speaking of alternative views, there are those who propose alternative methods to tackle water scarcity instead of relying solely on cloud seeding. Some suggest investing in water conservation techniques, desalination plants, or even exploring more sustainable agricultural practices. These alternative views challenge the notion that cloud seeding is the be-all and end-all solution. Now, let's talk about fallacies. In any debate, it's important to recognize and address fallacious reasoning. One common fallacy is the post hoc ergo propter hoc fallacy, which asserts that just because one event follows another, it must have been caused by it. We must be cautious not to attribute every rainfall occurrence to cloud seeding without proper scientific analysis. The implications and consequences of cloud seeding are vast. While it may provide short-term relief, there are concerns about long-term ecological effects. Altering rainfall patterns can disrupt ecosystems and the unintended consequences of cloud seeding need careful consideration before widespread implementation. As for recommended sources, I encourage you, dear listeners, to stay well informed by consulting reputable scientific journals, research papers, and expert opinions. These sources will provide you with a more comprehensive understanding of cloud seeding and its implications. That's all for today's episode on cloud seeding in South Africa. I hope I've piqued your curiosity and provided insight into this fascinating topic. Remember, dear listeners, to approach the subject with an open mind and a critical eye. Until next time, this is your elegant and humorous host, signing off from the Magicast.ai. Stay curious, stay informed, and keep exploring the wondrous world around us. Farewell.